Hello and welcome. Today I, AJ, and my sister Maggie Hi. are going to discuss if you need violence in your media, whether it's a show or a game, to be successful. First, I think we should talk about TV shows. A current popular one is The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, with a 93 Rotten Tomatoes score. That show has violence. Then there's the classic Seinfeld with a 88 Rotten Tomatoes score, making it second to The Mandalorian in Rotten Tomatoes scores. The Mandalorian is a newer show with firefights happening often, but with a compelling story and likable characters. While Seinfeld has beloved characters, funny stories, but they don't cross over between episodes, and usually each episode has a random scenario in it. Which have you seen more of? I've seen more of Seinfeld because I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. I've seen more Seinfeld because me, me, you, and Dad watch it a lot together. Which do you prefer? I prefer Seinfeld for its humor. Which show do you prefer? I would probably say The Mando because it's been too long since something new from Lucasfilm has come out. And who doesn't love Baby Yoda, am I right? Anywho, next up on the agenda is video games. Firstly, I decided to flip the dates by uh, putting the older one and the violent one first. The seven-year-old game is called Grand Theft Auto V, or GTA V for short. It got a 9 out of 10 from GameSpot, a 97 from Metacritic, and a 10 out of 10 from IGN. The GTA games has caused controversies over its violence, but people still enjoy them nonetheless. Then there's the Nintendo franchise called Animal Crossing, and more specifically, Animal Crossing New Horizons, or ACNH, for short. It got a 9 out of 10 from GameSpot, a 90 from Metacritic, and a 9 out of 10 from IGN, which is a pretty high rating for both totally different games. Do you think Animal Crossing New Horizons will stay as successful as it is right now, like GTA has? No, I don't think it will. It started declining as quick as it began. A lot of people who bought the game only bought it because it was trending at the time. Which game would you pick up again after you finish the story? Well, let's see. The GTA story was unique, but I feel like it, uh, besides uh, meaningless medals, because they do give you that when you do missions, depending on how you do it, whether it's fast or slow or you do something very specific, there's no real reason to play it again. And I don't think Animal Crossing New Horizon has really has a story, though, does it? Well, I mean, <clears throat> like, when you finish all of Tom Nook, who is the owner of the island, requests, and have your town exactly as you want it. All that is left is special events. That's why I would rather play Animal Crossing New Horizons, because even after it's over, there are still holiday events and special characters. After I mention these other characteristics of the game, which would you pick up again? Oh, Mrs. Robot reading off a script-sounding person. <laughs> I would pick probably Animal Crossing New Horizons, surprisingly. Because you can always improve your house by putting stuff in it and talk to your villagers, which is socializing, and with COVID going on, is that much of that no more? Unlike GTA, where you're always running out of ammo, and you get constant super long loading screens to walk around a somewhat empty city, because you can't really interact with the bots rather than just punching them, which gets boring faster than you think it would, honestly. So, I think while violence can be a good basis for a game or show, it doesn't always mean success. I mean, look at The Return of the Jedi. There's violence, but a confused story doesn't, like, support it. Today, I have a very special caller, my favorite mother, and also my only, you know, mother, due to the... Well, I have a stepmom, but I'm embarrassing myself and others. Doesn't matter. 
So, uh, caller here. Let's keep it PG, by the way. You don't want to, you know, have any problems with the FCC and all that. <laughs> just, just joking, just joking. It's not a radio station, it's a podcast. But, you know, the school does have regulations either way. Do you think violence is required in both movies, TVs, games, media in general for it to be successful? Um, I actually do, and I think that's because it's mirroring real life, and people appreciate authenticity. If we want to see violence less represented in the media, then we need to have our reality have less violence. So how does that correlate with, like, Star Wars, all the space-type stuff going on? I don't think I understand the question. <laughs> well, you said how the violence in the media correlates to how reality has a lot of violence in it. But I'm saying with Star Wars, you know, they have lightsabers and fancy laser guns. And last I checked, when they were raiding our capital, they didn't have lightsabers on them. Only because that technology doesn't exist, or I'm sure they would have. So you're saying you think someone would really take a speeder bike out right now and commit some mass crime or violent action, and that's why it's in the media today? Absolutely. There's people on foot creating just as much havoc right now. How much more convenient would it be if they had a vehicle such as that? I guess that would make it more convenient, so the technology is still far from there. So you're saying that violence would actually be less popular if society itself was less violent. Absolutely. If it wasn't acceptable, it wouldn't be in, you know, what is basically a representation of our society. We're a bunch of, like, lawless heathens, and that's why sex sells and violence sells. It's what the people want, because it's what the people are living. So you think they wouldn't get bored of that private life and actually enjoy watching violence more with the, the, the you know, complacency of the non-violent life wouldn't get too boring for them? Like the movie Falling Down, for example. I don't know, have you seen that? Of course. You know, he was a very normal person, and he just one day snapped, and he went to do whatever his wildest dream was, which was inevitably quite violent at times. Well, that's actually not the take that I have on that movie at all. He was not a normal guy. That was always simmering right below the surface. How so? What was so not normal about him? Well, I mean, you only see a, a small window into that moment before his break, but... Things like that just don't happen instantaneously. That had been building up for a while. Well, it might have been building up with the normality of everyday life, though. Every day getting stuck in the same traffic might have been what made him snap. And the lack of violence there is why he snapped so violently to begin with, I'm saying. Oh, interesting point, interesting point. Like, uh, let's say, even in the end of the movie, when the cop does eventually catch up to him... He asks him, am I the bad guy? Because he doesn't even realize. He's finally living out the fantasies, the violent ones, because he's been living such a boring and plain life for so long that he didn't even realize that he was the bad guy because he was just living out what he always dreamed of doing. Like blowing up the construction site because there's always such a, an annoyance to him and in his normal life, you know, you wouldn't normally do something like that. And that's why the outlash was so violent. Perhaps, but that's still indicative of the violence that is in society, regardless of the cause. It's it's there. It is there. So you're saying by nature the violence is what is already there? Uh, I mean, absolutely. I think that's every species to a degree. 
when they're threatened. Um, because we're a little more complex than other species, we have more ways of feeling threatened than they do. It's not necessarily have to be physical harm that we fear in order to trigger that fight or flight response. I mean, we are emotionally hurt. We can feel like someone is attacking our spirit. So it's really just invitation to incite more of that violence. Interesting. That's a that's a good way to put uh, to put it. I'd say. Uh, I never really thought of it like that. Uh, let's try to look at a different example then. So we have. I already mentioned falling down, obviously, and then I mentioned stars. The the laser stuff is just simply because they don't have the technology yet, as you said. I'm getting told by my co-host here, Maggie, that I am apparently running out of time. You are one of our favorite colors. We'd love to have you in again at any point. Maybe you can even come down to the studio yourself and record in person one day. What do you think about that? Absolutely. I would cherish the opportunity. Well, we'd love to have you. You should, you should come on down sometime. We make an appointment or something. Absolutely. I look forward to it, AJ. Would you like to say goodbye to our dear viewers? Well, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Try not to hurt anyone. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, my lovely mother and uh, your host, AJ, here, signing off. Goodbye, and uh, stay peaceful, people.